Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. And a trip to Vegas on the line. Six second difference. Reeves. Oh, yeah! It's NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. And today is Wednesday, December 6th, from our extraordinary core group of NBA journalists. We're joined now by NBA.com senior writer Sean Powell, who is on the ground in Las Vegas as this in-season tournament continues to get underway. Uh, extraordinary set of quarterfinals that we've had the last two nights or making way um, for the semis to take place on Thursday. So, Sean, before we get to that, we're going to get into some of the fun we saw last night, in particular in Los Angeles, um, as the Phoenix Suns visited the L.A. Lakers. And LeBron James just continues to amaze. Lakers win 106-103. Uh, Kevin Durant with a, a game tire. It looked like a, a game tire attempt at the end that was off, but LeBron James, 31 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds, 5 steals. High screen and roll with their two best players, and LeBron again with the answer. Kevin Durant, 31 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, Devin Booker with 21 points as well, but you look at this game, and, and, and the numbers are interesting, Sean, because so lopsided in terms of the efficiency from the field. The Suns were blistering from both the field, from the three-point line, uh, but the Lakers just pounded the glass. They finished with 21 offensive rebounds. Uh, they also have 25 points off of turnovers. Sean, take me towards the end of this game. Back and forth battle. We always love when we get to see the greats of, of LeBron James and Kevin Durant go at one another. But what did you see in how the Lakers were able to close this one out? Well, first of all, what an entertaining game it was. And you always like to see that when you have two superstars, uh, you know, once in a generation players like LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Uh, just to put LeBron James's game in perspective, um, the last Laker to get at least 30 points 
you know, 10 assists, five rebounds, and five steals was Magic Johnson in 1987. Uh, and again, we're talking about a guy who's going to turn 39 years old later this month. Uh, the brilliance of LeBron James, particularly in the fourth quarter, he scores 15 of the Lakers' first 19 points in that quarter, uh, and then he assisted on the other Laker baskets. Uh, I just think, again, um, what we're seeing now, I mean I, I mean, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live, Sarah. I hope you live another four <laughs> years, by the way, but I don't think I'm going to probably see this again by an NBA player at this age and this stage of his career. Uh, just tremendous by LeBron James. And it, it just also goes to show you when this whole thing about the in-season tournament was hatched, whether or not the players would care. I think what you saw is that a, a guy who's about to turn 39 really cares. James drives in, flips it in. And LeBron James has championships. He's got all the acclaim, everything that you would want from a player. And yet here it is. Early December, you know, he sees something that he wants and wants to play for, and you saw him in the fourth quarter. Uh, with the Phoenix Suns, I just think they had too many turnovers. They had 20 turnovers. Devin Booker just did not play well. He had seven turnovers, didn't shoot the ball well. And then, of course, there was that little bit of controversy at the end there, Sarah, which I'm sure we're about to get into right now. Yeah, what do, what do you make of that? First of all, I, I as Sean thought you were going to say, which I'm knocking on wood, I'm knocking on my head that you hope to still be alive when LeBron James retires because it, it feels like he, he's <laughs> he's gonna gonna play at this level forever. Yeah, so Austin Reeves with that turnover, um, obviously a critical point down the stretch of the game. Ball, uh, loose ball bouncing around. LeBron James calling for the timeout ends up being awarded that changes the dynamic of how that one finishes. What what was your takeaway in view on that call and in what it meant at that point in the game? Well, I think the biggest shame is that you couldn't have, you know, a, a replay on that one. James tosses in for Reeves. Booker is playing with those five fouls. So is Durant. Oh, the ball squirts loose. What are they calling here? A timeout. Now, now, let's just assume that this was not an in-season tournament game. This was game seven of the NBA Finals, all right? And that had happened. And you can't have a a replay on that that could determine a championship. I think that was the biggest shame. You got to keep it into that context. And again, these teams, this was an elimination game. I know it wasn't a playoff game. No, it wasn't in the finals, but it was an elimination game of the first tournament that Adam Silver and the NBA put a lot of effort into. And it kind of overshadowed the brilliance of LeBron, the brilliance of Kevin Durant. That's really the conversation right now. Uh, yes, should the, Lake, should, the, should the Phoenix Suns have had the ball? Yes. It, you know, all things being equal. Uh, suppose it had been someone other than LeBron James that called timeout. Do you think, I mean, again, this is LeBron James. He calls timeout. Uh, the first instinct by referee is, oh, okay, timeout. But suppose, I don't know, Austin Reeves called timeout. I mean, so there are a lot of factors that go into, and I know this is happening so fast, Sarah, and and, and officiating games is so difficult, right? By the way, I tried to officiate a high school game once. I quit after two games. And these are high school kids. They're not even going fast, right? So it's very, very difficult. But I just think that it was a 
bad ending, a questionable ending to what otherwise was brilliance by the Phoenix Suns, other than the turnovers, and LeBron James and Lakers put on a great ship. Yeah, I feel you. In the tough part, I, I agree. I would referee just at, at basketball camps for young children, and that's where I, I hung up my whistle. So I understand how hard it is. I do think, though, with the intent of the league to continue to have avenues to review plays or to try and get things right in the moment when possible and not review every single circumstance, that might be one, um, obviously, that you, you would like to be able to adjust or take a look at if you know that it is it's in fact not the correct call. But with that being said, we will get to the Lakers matchup against New Orleans Pelicans uh, that will take place on Thursday. The Pelicans come away uh, with a, a really nice win at Sacramento against the Kings. The Pels finally healthy. Brandon Ingram uh, with a big time game as well as Herb Jones uh, in a potential revenge game is Brandon Ingram will face his former team in the Lakers. But we will get to that after the break on the Eastern uh, conference side of things. Milwaukee Bucks dominant win against the New York Knicks, 146-122. Giannis Zetokounmpo was terrific, 35 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds, a big third quarter pull away by the Bucks against the Knicks. Uh, and they will face the Indiana Pacers. And I'd like to get into that game, uh, the quarterfinal game on Monday night that took place at Indiana uh, between the Pacers and the Boston Celtics, a 122-112 win that uh, the Pacers have been tremendous. Uh, Their offense putting up historic numbers. Tyrese Halliburton is the real deal. His first time on TNT and uh, not just his first career triple-double, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. On that stage, it was a back-and-forth affair. And as I, I mentioned, the Pacers offensively, that's been their calling card all season. That's why they've found so much success. But where they have struggled, Sean, has been on the defensive end. So it's always it's always a point production performance um, often for both of those teams. But that's where it felt different. Uh, when you watch the environment at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, uh, the enthusiasm, we're talking about the in-season tournament. And I think that was a perfect example of just how you felt that playoff type atmosphere, um, even watching on TV and, and, of course, between those two teams. But when you look at the Pacers, the performance that they had, their ability to knock off a, a title contending Celtics team despite playing without Chris Dapps, Porzingis, uh, what did the Pacers show you in that win? Well, you talked about the atmosphere. I think one reason for the atmosphere is that the Pacers were the lower seeded team going up against the big bad Celtics. Indiana's never won an NBA championship. They have an ABA championship, never won an NBA championship. So I think the fans sensed that there was a little bit something on the line for them. And I think the atmosphere, no offense to Boston, the great city of Boston, but I think the atmosphere might have been a little bit more subdued in Boston where the fans probably expected them to win rather than Indiana where the fans wanted to will the Pacers to a victory. Um, I think Rick Carlisle has a very exciting team up-tempo offense. I don't know what kind of gas they're taking, regular, unleaded, or <laughs> diesel, or whatever it is. But whatever's They're free, running on a, a electric. It, they're it, a hybrid. You just plug them in. Whatever it might be. Keep them charged. Whatever's, I know what's fuel in that offense. It's called Tyrese Halliburton fuel. That's, that's fuel in that offense. Halliburton trapped. Off-balance three. And he puts it in! And a chance at four! Wow. Tyrese Halliburton 
superstar. <laughs> when you really think about it right now, he is, all due respect to Steph Curry and everybody else, he's the best point guard in the NBA right now. I mean, think about it. This guy is averaging, what, t- almost 28 points a game, 12 assists a game, very efficient, had no turnovers in 40 minutes, 40 minutes. You know, the one thing about what Ty- Tyrese Halliburton is missing, I think he's going to get. Number one, he's going to get some MVP chatter. Yes, believe it or not. Okay. MVP chatter. Say it louder for the people in the back, Sean Powell. And, and the other thing he's going to get is recognition outside of NBA circles, uh, particularly if he wins this end-season tournament. Pulls like a Danny Manning-type situation where you're, you know, you're, you're taking an unheralded team and putting them on your back, and you're winning something, Right. Uh, so I, I think even the casual basketball fans are finally knowing who Tyrese Halliburton is. Amazing player. Indiana is very fortunate to have him. And by the way, unbelievable professional, great guy, good, good for the sport. And if you ever talk with him or spend any time around him, uh, he's just a delight. So I think it's great for the NBA to have an up and coming star. Like Tyrese Halliburton, you can see how hungry he is playing for something. Same thing with New Orleans. You have these two teams that are young and they've never won anything. Going up against the big, bad winners like the Milwaukee Bucks have a couple championships. Probably could have had another if Giannis wasn't gotten hurt, but we're not going to get into that right now. And then the Lakers, that franchise with all the championships. So the NBA has this good... Uh, this good flow going into the good good angles, you know, good separation between franchises that have won and franchises that are looking to get some of that honey, Sarah. Yeah, Sean, you nailed it. It, And I think that's the perfect um, contrast, the balance. I also think just really enticing, exciting styles of play that you see from these two teams and and all everything about Tyrese Halliburton have loved him since he was with the Kings. Um, And obviously this trade and what he's done in that backcourt with Buddy Heald, how they can put up points, uh, the balance too with how it's kind of shown a different look with Miles Turner, bringing in Bruce Brown, um, Benedict Matherin coming off the bench and then Aaron. Aaron Neesmith, how good those two have been. So, yeah, a lot of reasons to be excited about that. And with that being said, uh, the big, bad former champions and some of these new up-and-coming teams, we're going to preview the matchups right after this. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both play dates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls 
offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Sean Powell, who is in Las Vegas getting set to cover the inaugural in-season tournament semifinals that will take place on Thursday. It will begin with the East at 5 p.m. Eastern and the West 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Sean, let's kick things off. I, I know we've been talking about Indiana. Uh, take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously still trying to piece things together. Giannis had a big game, took care of the Knicks, um, but it, it feels like th- whether it's th- the fit between Giannis and, and Dame Lillard, uh, getting Chris Middleton back to the health and, and availability, sustainability that you need him to be at, uh, what what's going on on the defensive side for Milwaukee, not at the level we've seen it in many years past. Um, you know, there's still some things, despite the record, that you have, I think, some question marks. I have some question marks about what this Milwaukee Bucks team will be this season. And then Indiana, we, t- we talked about them, the high-powered offense, um, they showed some grit on the defensive side, I thought, in that win against Boston in some regard. What do you make of this matchup, and, and what are your expectations for it? Well, first of all, Milwaukee's going to have to play some defense, <laughs> first and foremost. I mean, Indiana can drop 130, 140 on you. So this will be a big test for Milwaukee. Look, the the the, the Damian Lillard-Giannis um, sort of matchup, not matchup, but uh, marriage it started a little rocky, and it's really not there yet. I think Milwaukee is not—they're not panicking because it's really about the end game. How are they meshing come April, May, June if they're lucky enough to play in the June? Uh, but the other thing is, uh, the Bucks are pretty happy to have a guy like Malik Beasley hitting three-point shots. I mean, because Chris Middleton really hasn't been there that much this season, and all of a sudden, Malik Beasley—you know—you saw him. You know, a guy gets open, he's he's draining those threes, and that's going to help. But, you know, if you look at Indiana, again, you, you mentioned some of the names. Miles Turner, Obi Toppin playing pretty well in Spurs. Neesmith. I mean, look, if I, I, I think there's a good chance for Indiana to get to the finals. I, I just think that they're a young, scrappy, hungry team led by the hottest player in the NBA right now. I see an, ups, an upset lurking all over here. Uh, if I was a betting man, and I am in Las Vegas, by the way, Sarah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Indiana. 
I am right there with you, Sean. I'm I'm placing my my confidence, I will say, because we won't be betting on these games. Uh, I will ask you if you're playing any blackjack or poker or any uh, hopefully winning money at the end of this week. But I'm with you for, for all those reasons with the Pacers. And I just think there's a, a level of verb confidence in how they play and what they want to do. And you also have a a veteran, a, a championship um, winning head coach in Rick Carlisle that I think has figured out the personnel in, in how to make them fit best and click together um, and playing to their strengths. Um, so I, I agree with you. On uh, Coming out of the East, I'm going to pick the Indiana Pacers. Let's go to the West, Los Angeles Lakers, as we had mentioned. Tight one in their win over Phoenix last night. They will face the New Orleans Pelicans, who, it, by all accounts, how they play and how they've been showing how they play, it has a lot to do with health. And they've shown this at different points of previous seasons um, where they can be towards the top of the West when everyone is healthy. It's just all about that health. They will play um, at 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday night. What do, you, what do you make of this matchup, Sean, and what are your expectations of the outcome? Well, first of all, the Pelican's going to say, hey, I thought we were supposed to be in Vegas. It sounds like we're at, uh, in L.A. because that's where all the fans, <laughs> the fans are going to be all Laker fans for this one. A primetime game, not that far from Los Angeles, and you have a lot of L.A. transplants here in Las Vegas. They always show out for the summer league here, for the, for the Los Angeles Lakers entity in the summer league. So this is going to be a pro Lakers crowd. But I, one thing you said, Sarah, it's been a long time since I've seen this New Orleans team completely healthy. You know, Zion on the floor, Brandon Ingram on the floor, CJ McCollum coming back from his internal injury a few weeks ago, you know, Trey Murphy back in the lineup. So this is a very healthy team. And I think that this is the best team and consistent team but probably the best team New Orleans has had on the floor for a while. But the problem is, Sarah, I just think, you know, right now you put LeBron James this close to something to play for. Uh, and in a season, another season where he has something to prove, uh, I think he's right there. And you see a guy like Austin Reeves, the fact that he scored 20 points, matched the Phoenix Suns' entire bench output. He's flourishing in that role. I can see where the Lakers are saying, you know what? Look, some of you guys weren't around for the 2020 bubble championships. As a matter of fact, it was only LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So let's see if we can get you guys something. Let's see if you can get you some extra money in Las Vegas. Uh, we're going to be in front of our quote unquote home crowd and we're going to show what we're made of. And so I see the Lakers getting past New Orleans in this matchup. All right, Sean, you said the Lakers and the Pacers. Who do you have winning at all? I think I'm going to go with the Lakers. The old man, LeBron James, shows how it's done. I love it. I initially on this podcast picked the Pelicans to win it all, um, it, but I, I'm going to go with a, a Pelicans-Pacers in-season tournament final will be my I like it. prediction. I like but, it. Sean, we are going to be reading, watching all your stuff, um, as I mentioned, on the ground in Las Vegas uh, for this really exciting week uh, of what we have in store. So, as always, we appreciate you and thank you for your time. I appreciate it. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. 
It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 